Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Nika Live. Now, this is a really exciting week here on the show where we bring you the latest and greatest from the world of the National Electrical Contractors Association. My name is David Mead, and if you don't know us by now, if we haven't met by now, where on earth have you been? Uh, today, we're going to be talking about some of the brightest young minds looking to leave their mark in electrical construction, and uh, as they did so back at the Nika convention and trade show in Nashville, Tennessee. Hard to believe that that is over now because it truly does seem like it was just moments ago. Before we get started, if you want to go back, there is still time to check out all of the amazing on-demand content from NECA 2021 Nashville. All you need to do is go to NECAConvention.org for more information and you can revisit some of the amazing sessions, the education, the inspiration and remember there is some exclusive online content for the virtual audience with thought leaders that you do not want to miss. I promise you this will be worth your time. So brew up a coffee, sit in front of your screen and get ready to learn. Now one of the amazing things that happened at NECA 2021 Nashville is the Electrical Contracting Innovation Challenge or ECIC as we like to call it for short. This was formerly known as the Green Energy Challenge. The ECIC is hosted by Electri International and this year it challenged teams from various student chapters to present a residence hall project which is pretty close to their heart and attend 15 classes on building information modeling and estimating. It was such a successful program and today we are so excited to talk to the winners of the ECIC, the NECA student chapter from Wayne State University in Detroit. And we're also joined by Anika Live Stalwart, an old timer. He's here almost as often as me. Josh Bone, Executive Director of Electric International. A huge welcome to all of you. Give us a wave. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on Nika Live. Josh, it is great to see you. Do you know, I feel a little weird now seeing you flat on the screen, Josh, because I've actually seen you properly in 3D now. Have you recovered from convention, Josh? I'm almost recovered, David. And what I did not know about you is how much security you have around you at all time. To, to get up and actually be able to, to touch you was what uh, was a challenge with all the security and all the bodyguards that were around you in Nashville. But you justify that for sure. I can assure you, Josh, that is for your safety, not mine. You would catch much worse than COVID from me. I'm traveling with a lot of dodgy illnesses from Ireland. Um, but look, it is so brilliant to be able to celebrate this amazing program. Can you tell us a little bit about what went into turning the Green Energy Challenge into the ECIC? And what were your impressions, Josh, of the various projects? So one of the things that we had to do again was we had to look at green and say that that term it has a place, but it's such a smaller picture of sustainability. We wanted to make sure that we looked at a holistic, sustainable building and then give these students the opportunity to be free thinkers, think outside the box and, and navigate the world without all these preconceived notions, how we could actually learn from them and see their vision. And ultimately, it's that vision that really matters, isn't it? Because we need bright minds. We need new ideas, new approaches to challenge. I mean, you and I, Josh, we're essentially elderly. It's like an, uh, when I see us side by side, I feel like we've remade the Golden Girls with a slightly different approach. But fresh 
fresh blood and bright new eyes and, and innovation really do help us run towards the future. So, Josh, can you introduce us to the fine representatives that we have here from Wayne State and tell us a little about them and their project? Yeah, first, let me say congratulations to Wayne State and what they did in this project was just phenomenal. Their proposal can be found on the Electric website. You can go down there and download their 288-page report and seeing how that they broke this down. And today, listen, of the teams that we have here, we've got Jenny Tarico, we've got Troy Bowman, and we have Dr. V, who is their faculty advisor. Guys, great, great job. Amazing work on this project. Oh, look, one thing, hold on, before we get into this, I've got to ask, Josh, over 200 pages, is that true? Did I miss here? No, you heard correct. It's uh, 288 pages, the actual proposal. I've read every single word of it multiple times and uh, how they broke down their teams. It is a very, very well thought out project, David. I am absolutely blown away. And there was no salary for this, guys. I am so impressed at your level of commitment. I'm certain we could sell this project. It sounds like a good one. Uh, Troy, I think we'll start off uh, with you. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining us. Uh, your project focused on a proposed residence hall in Midtown Detroit. What sort of things did you look at in your design? Right. So our project mainly focused on the design of lighting and security. I was the team lead for the lighting team. So we kind of looked at different lighting solutions, different power solutions that would make our project more sustainable and cheaper in the long run. One of the main things that we looked at as a team was the lighting control system. The one that we ended up going with was a system by Cooper. It was a wireless system that uh, integrated up the entire lighting for the entire building. and. Uh, I think that's kind of what put us over the edge on the lighting side. In terms of power, the our design was fairly simple. It was just figuring out the best route for the branch power. And then from there, we kind of just ran with whatever uh, our helping contractor, Conti, would uh, help us figure out. That's well, look, a huge amount of hard work, Troy. You must be so incredibly pleased. And Jenny, tell me, how excited were you when you found out that you had won? So I would like to point out that despite the fact that our proposal, including the appendix, was over 280 pages, our actual proposal itself was just under 40 pages, which was within the confines of what we were um, assigned to do for the competition. So the rest of it's all just information backing up what we had in our proposal. Um, that includes all the drawings, all the submittals, and any other details that were pertinent that we couldn't actually fit into the proposal itself. So in terms of information, it's not as intimidating as it sounded earlier. But um, when we found out that we won, um, and not just overall, we were very uh, fortunate and thankful to have been awarded uh, Best Presenter. Uh, Zach Ellis, our team lead, he won a three-way tie with uh, being awarded Best Presenter, and we also won for Best Social Media. So hopefully with what we got started this year, our future student chapter members can still keep that momentum going and uh, stay connected with everybody. And we also won uh, Best Overall um, for both of the the written proposal on the oral presentation. It was a really great experience and we gave it our best shot and it worked out really well. Wow, that is that is more than a triple threat. I mean, you essentially won everything. I think and on the same day, you should have dropped everything and went to Vegas. We're wasting our times working on projects like this, I have to say, if you're having that sort of a lucky shot. But the truth is, uh, Dr. B, it's not really about 
about luck, is it? It's about hard work. It's about thinking outside the box. And the, the students really did an extraordinary job. They did a they did a wonderful job. I'm very proud of them. We had 26 uh, students participate. I was only able to take eight of them to the competition, but, you know, it was a group effort, you know, from all of their students that participated. And can you give us some history on the NICA student chapter at Wayne State? Has it always been really active? And what has the experience been like? Has this created opportunities to interact with NICA contractors in your region? Absolutely. When we did this program, this construction management program, this is a fairly new program for Wayne State University, we knew that we really needed a capstone class that had students participate in something that was green. Green is the future. And, you know, like Josh had mentioned before, it's actually, you know, like a moving target every year. We can define sustainability today and then maybe in 10 years, find it as something totally different. So we really wanted that element. Uh, so I am the, the person who teaches senior project and I implemented working. We looked at several different organizations and their projects. And we ended up deciding to go with NECA, and it was the best thing we ever did. The interaction between my students and NECA contractors, the interaction of, of the students, look at that at them, you know, project manage, you know, uh, these beautiful proposals, kind of capstones what we're trying to do as educators. I, I have to ask as well, before I started doing whatever we would call this as a job. I was a university professor too, and I know how difficult it is to get any room or space in anyone's diary. And I know how pressured academics and professors are, and I know how pressured students are. This must have been a huge investment of time, Dr. V. How did you manage to balance this alongside everyone else's varying and long list of priorities? Again, we were working outside the box. We scheduled this class on a Saturdays, and then we spent the whole day Saturday, you know, working on these projects, you know, so it doesn't conflict with other classes that they're taking. This is a class. They sign up for it. And I observe as the professor, my main focus is to see how they project manage and how they interact with each other through our associate, Nika, you know, they always supply us with the, the best contractors and they also come every Saturday. And, you know, we start at 10 o'clock and some days we leave around 12, 1 o'clock. Some days we're there until 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So, That's Troy, true. I, I want to ask uh, you, what excites you most about exploring careers in the industry? This is what a great start it is for you. Right. This kind of took off my career, actually. At the beginning of this year, I had no electrical knowledge whatsoever. And uh, I got a job at Brindle Electric, and I started doing this project, and my knowledge soared after just a couple months. I'm, I'm excited to see where this takes me. Yeah, for sure. And Jenny, I, I want to ask you as well, what would you say to someone out there, uh, a student chapter, uh, who's considering taking part, but they're not entirely sure if they've got the time, if, it, if it's worth it? Would you say that this is something that everyone should be competing in? I would highly recommend it. I always remember that when it came to previous classmates and alumni who have been through this project, they've done the competition, they've done other student chapter events as society and as 
the pandemic allows it, they've always recommended that when it comes to this project, it'll change your life. It'll open up opportunities. You'll get to learn so much and you'll get to work with amazing people. And I personally can attest to a lot of that, actually. Um, we all definitely got to learn a lot from each other um, going through the classes. And even though Joe does provide like an oversight, a lot of it actually lies on the students. And so having a student-led project in class, it's a lot of work, but it does take a little bit of dedication. But so many of us put in a lot of hard work into it. And so it, it paid off. And I think with the, the upcoming student chapter members that we've got coming in, I know a couple of them. Um, one of them got to actually join us in Nashville. So he's got a taste of what it is to look forward to, um, not just with the competition, but with the opportunities that can occur with our local um, southeastern Michigan uh, NECA chapter. And, and ultimately, they are the future of the industry. So thank you so much for all of your commitment, Dr. B. And of course, thanks to all of our students as well for all of their hard work. Josh, final question to you. Do you have any final words for this amazing and hardworking group of students, but also for anyone watching who's interested in the project? Oh, I, I want to commend Wayne State for all the hard work and energy and effort that they put into this. And as, as Jenny said, you know, it's the proposal, but all of the information that went into it. Dr. V said this too, that the industry is changing so fast. The technology and solutions around the green energy and sustainability space, looking at the life cycle, this industry is changing and our future is very bright. I hope that a lot of these people listening to this podcast right now, David, take that perception that they have of construction and electrical contracting more specifically electrical contracting, what they perceive, take a look at this industry again. There's so much opportunity to do problem solving, really extend yourself and, and have this upward mobility in this industry. It's, it's a great industry and it's so much fun. So many wonderful things happening around innovation and technology. And uh, this team here uh, definitely exploited that. that and uh, it's what took them across the finish line in first place. It certainly did. And a richly deserved win. A huge thanks to Jenny, to Troy and to Dr. V for joining us. And of course, thanks to you as well, Josh. I hope I will see all of you next year in Austin. Uh, give me a thumbs up, uh, Dr. V, if we'll see you in Austin. Yeah, of course, of course, we'll see you in Austin. Uh, well we'll done. And thank you so much. It is lovely to have you join us here as part of the episode. So a huge congratulations once again to the student chapter at Wayne State University for winning the 2021 Electrical Contracting Innovation Challenge. It was no mean feat, but they really did do something special. And of course, thanks to Josh Bone of Electri International for joining us and making the event such a success. But thanks to you for watching and listening wherever you are. Remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook every Monday or listen to us as part of the Nika Podcast Network. This has been Nika Live.